I started to feel like I was one of the luckier ones. I was malnourished, but not sickly. Whereas I saw children with no legs or no arms, and some with no limbs at all. There were others with awful injuries, and some who could not, or would not, speak. I'd seen people with abnormalities before, and disturbed people yelling out to no one or acting crazily, especially on the streets around the station. But I could always avoid them if something about them scared me. In the home, I couldn't get away. I was living with kids with all manner of problems, including criminal and violent children who were too young to be jailed. Some were almost adults. I later learned that this was a juvenile detention center called Lilua, housing problem children of any and all kinds, including lost children, but also the mentally ill and thieves, murderers, and gang members. But back then, I just knew it as a distressing place, where I would wake in the night to someone screaming or lots of frightened kids crying. What would become of me here? How long was I going to live in this horrible place? Again, I had to learn how to survive. Just as I had been picked on by boys outside, from the outset I was picked on by older boys in the home. Not having much vocabulary made me vulnerable, and being small and relatively defenseless brought out the bully and the brute in them. Bigger boys would start taunting and making fun of me, and then push me, and if I didn't manage to get away, I was bashed. I quickly learned to stay away from certain areas when it was playtime. The staff didn't seem willing to intervene, but when they did, punishment would be meted out without regard for who was to blame. A long, thin cane was fetched, which hurt doubly because a split end pinched the skin on contact. There were other dangers, too, which I avoided more by luck than by anything I planned. Lilua was surrounded by high walls, but I have memories of seeing people climb over them from the outside and enter the buildings. I never saw or heard what they did, but kids ran out crying before the strangers escaped. I don't know if the staff didn't care or were powerless to protect us, but it was a large place and I guess it was well known as a children's home. The types of people who tried to capture me when I was on the streets clearly didn't let walls and gates stop them. It's another thing that could have happened to me that I've tried not to think too hard about, but it's difficult not to feel upset for those who weren't so lucky. That feeling has increased as I've become older, Maybe as I've learned more about the world and more about my own great good fortune. I know now that few are taken off the streets, and many of those who are have a lot of suffering ahead of them. In the few weeks that I was at the Lilua home, some kids left through the little door in the wall, but I was never really sure why they were allowed to go or where they would be going. Maybe someone had found their families? I wondered what happened to the older ones who grew into adults within the walls. Perhaps they were sent to a different place, or just released onto the streets at a certain age. I prayed that for whatever reason, I would be one of those who got to leave before that.
and eventually, I was. Although I didn't know the reason at the time, about a month after my arrival, because no one had reported me missing and they didn't know where I was from, the authorities decided to hand me over to an orphanage. All I knew was that I was called into the main office and told I was being taken to another home, a much nicer one. I was sent off to shower and was provided with new clothes. As always, I did as I was told. They said I was very lucky. And although they didn't seem to have found my family, I did indeed feel very lucky to be leaving what I'd come to think of as a hellish place.